Hi, and welcome to this new episode of College Idiots Talking Sports. I'm Evan. And I'm Jaden. And we're here, hopefully reaching you with these vibrating sound waves all the way wherever you are right now. For all you men, women out there, our floating souls are just longing for another. <laughs> I can't we got to stop. I can't do it. <laughs> I was going to say something every time, but I just kept on like... I'm going to keep it. Let's just keep on rolling. All right. So. May our smooth, silky voices wash over you like a sweet baritone. See, that's the thing. We have we should have had you start it because you have a much more deep voice. It's not like the voice of a transitioning lesbian. But okay. Welcome Anyways. all men, women, men who used to be women, and women who used to be men. You name it. Um... Yeah, happy Veterans Day for all you veteran listeners out there. Um, and I just want you to know if you're an ROTC, it doesn't count. Um, <laughs> you haven't done anything for this nation. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I know what you're all thinking. Uh, why can't talentless people make another podcast that no one will listen to? Yep. And, and we thought, you know what, let's do it. We listened, you know. Yep. We're here for you. And, and we are back. We are back. Um, we are back, people. We're and back. You may be wondering why this is a podcast instead of a vlog, and it's because you can do a podcast naked. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's our primary motivation for this. Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, there's no real updates. There's been a lot of things going on in the sport world, but a lot of things going on in Evan's world as well. Wow, that's me. I'm Evan. Um, but yeah, there's been a lot of things going on with school. Etc. As they say. Um, how about you, Jaden? Uh, not much else going on for me. Uh, just uh, suffering my way through school, baseball. Um, still not going to many chapels, and uh, I will be your f- your ferryman on the river of life. Yeah. Hey, and when in doubt, say you have diarrhea. <laughs> for chapel excuses, for all you Cedarville people out yep. there, works. Um, work. It worked for me. I, I would never lie about that sort of thing, of course. But uh, it's been a pretty uneventful time for me. I am potentially the new snacks manager for the Cedarville men's baseball team mm-hmm. um, versus the women's baseball team. Um, <laughs> but anyways, I am uh, looking forward to my upcoming role. Uh, I believe I have all the attributes of a team mom, and I think I can exercise those appropriately uh, during um, and throughout the season. All right. Um, well, where do you want to start us off today? I'm going to start off with something uh, very uh, pertinent, as, as they say, very urgent even um so boxing versus mixed martial arts that got me uh thinking because this mixed weekend muscle arts. Mi- muscle arts. <laughs> um, but i was uh they got me thinking this weekend we had um the fight of ksi and logan paul which you know those two people sound about how the fight went um it was not the most technically sound fight but it was entertaining right Jin? yeah oh yeah for sure it was very entertaining it was nice to just, you know, sit back and watch two people who really don't know what they're doing just go at it, even though they were professionally trained. They were. But it was a professional bout, as they say. Yes, exactly. Bout. They were professionally trained, and we saw that Logan Paul was very serious when he came out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, get out there, you know, he was going through his techniques, throwing good punches, and KSI pretty much just said, screw it. Yep. I'm throwing all training out the window, and he just started wailing on Logan Paul, and he was just taking... You know, just roundhouse punches right to thin air, pretty much, because he only landed twenty-one percent of his punches. I compared his technique to um, two women fighting over the last chicken sandwich at a Popeyes. 
Oh, yeah. Um, that's about what his technique looked like. But, mm-hmm. yet, however... Looks great, doesn't get a lot done. Henceforth... Therefore... KSI won the fight, somehow. Yeah. Um, actually, we do know how. It mm-hmm. was a, in my opinion, um, idiotic move by Logan Paul, which led to him... I haven't seen many of those by him, so that was, no, a, yeah, that normally, was a real shocker. Normally, he's very composed and doesn't make irrational, impulsive <laughs> decisions. Yeah, exactly. Um, hey, at least he wasn't making fun of somebody that committed suicide, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oof. At least we're not that bad, Jaden. Nope. Okay. We're still on the air side. Not, not yet. We'll, we'll get there. <laughs> we're building our way up. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that was the whole thing with that. Uh, he ended up losing. Um, a person that will not be named did lose a little bit of money on the fight. Poor guy. Um, oh, wow. Thoughts and prayers go out to him. I am dubbing over this part of the recording so that his, the identity of the person may remain nameless. Gotta <laughs> <laughs> cut that all out. <laughs> ah, dang yeah. it, Jade, you just made me... And then something else was said right about here that we can't have in it either. We'll keep on talking. Um, anyways, but that, that's how that fight went. Um, but poor guy lost 50 bucks. Then another person, I can say who this person is, Peyton just showed the camera right in his face, mocking him after the fight. Mm-hmm. Pretty insensitive, but it was a good time. And when we were watching it, I noticed we had about, what was it? Eight people at times in the in the man cave watching the game. Yes, in Studio One One Three. Yeah, and we were all watching it, and I looked around, you know, and I thought it's times like these that we need to cherish. Yeah, this is um, what gets me up in the morning. Yeah, no, but I was seriously thinking, like, there's not a lot of times my room looks like that. Maybe one o'clock on a Sunday or during a playoff football, basketball, or baseball game. Like that's the only time. I guess not basketball. Does playoff even start? No, mm-hmm. March Madness. That's probably better. March Madness game. The That's Miss the Universe only time. pageant. We all, we all got together for that last and year. And the Bachelor yeah. finale. Oh, yes. Yeah. So oh, man. And the Bachelorette. Can't um, forget that. Great but times. I, I was noticed, like, that's a lot of people that are watching what a lot of people believe to be a dead sport. Um, and now I contend that it's doing a lot better um, than what people would like to think. I mean, if you really are a sports enthusiast, it's kind of hard to avoid um, the advertisements for the boxing fights that are going on. Mm-hmm. Um, I am an ESPN Plus subscriber, not to do it to them, but they're having a new focus on boxing and Mitch, mixed Mitch, um, who is a martial artist, no, mixed <laughs> martial arts. Mixed um, martial arts. Yeah, for some reason, I can't talk. Jaden, why don't you take this up? Uh, I'm having a stroke. Well, all I want to say is, <laughs> is that... I'm just glad. Well, Peter. Well, I'm just happy that they decided to settle it in the boxing ring uh, because yeah. I tell you what, if they would have just said like, "Hey, let's have a three-point shoot-off," or "Hey, let's see if we let's have a home run derby," or neither hey, of those involve Logan Paul getting punched in the face. Yeah, exactly. Or hey, let's have a Fortnite off or something yeah. like that. Now that it would have it wouldn't have gone south. But hey. I mean, you know what's funny? About three years ago, Fortnite off means you took a day off two weeks ago. <laughs> but now that means true. something completely different. That's now that means true. it's a video game bout. Yeah. Because we're going with the same boxing terminology. I like the word bout. We've come so far. Yeah. If you would have told me before this podcast started that I would say the word bout two times in it, yeah, but about. I would probably take the under. I'd probably take the under. Yeah, that's more that's, gambling. That's fair. But, but my whole point but we don't gamble here. Um, from talking about this fight, when everybody watching, I was going to talk to you about it, even though I think we agree on this topic. It's like boxing versus MMA. Which one is going to kind of take hold of our generation 
as the sport to watch um, between the two because obviously there's going to be football and basketball. Before yeah. that, baseball, kind of a distant third, and then it's going to be these sports. Mm-hmm. Um, now, w- which one do you think is going to be the number four um, in America? I think boxing because MMA is such a cruel sport. I don't think that will latch on as much because of just like yeah, just because of how like bizarre it is, and it is kind of it is kind of cool. But it, I don't think it will. I don't think it will take hold in like a family setting. Yeah, that's se. exactly right. I was thinking like my mom, she couldn't stand MMA. Like one time we were at a restaurant and they had like the top ten MMA knockouts. Yeah, and even me, like I'm a guy, like you know. Like, you know, everybody would have you believe. I've been desensitized by video games. And yet, when you have watch a guy, like, headlocked, getting pounded in the face three times. Mm-hmm. You know, people hitting a guy in the head after he's clearly knocked out. Stuff like that, like, is even disturbing for me. Now, we, I do have a friend that would disagree with me. He's a huge um, fan of MMA. Um, and he thinks that it's... It's uh, a lot more technical, and every uh, mistake can be exposed a lot more than boxing, and it's more real. And I think those are all, like, fair points. Um, but at the end of the day, it's which is more entertaining. And I, I agree with you 100% that parents, um, especially more conservative parents like ours, they're not going to like the idea of having people get CTE for entertainment. It is pretty barbaric. Mm-hmm. Um, but yet, at the same time, I do get the appeal uh, – but I'd rather go with boxing any day. Uh, I'm a huge fan of, uh, uh, what's his name? Jaden, the tall white boxer. Fury, Tyson Fury. Tyson Fury. Uh, now, for all of you guys, who I'm, I'm sure not a lot of you guys watch boxing. And that makes 100% sense because I didn't really watch boxing until I came to Cedarville. Um, and we had probably about 14 guys in here while we watched the Tyson Fury-Devante Wilder fight. And holy cow, was that not one of the most exciting um, times I've had at Cedarville. Um, but basically, Tyson Fury signed a multi-million dollar deal with uh, ESPN+. Plus. He will be on ESPN all the time. Same with MMA. Um, and that's kind of what prompted the discussion. Mm-hmm. Do you have yeah. any thoughts on that, Jaden, or am I just rambling? No. I, you summarized it pretty well. Yeah. Um, sorry about that. Talking for about 50 minutes. I, I just look at a guy like Tyson Fury, and heavyweights are what define boxing. You look at the history of it. You look at guys like, uh, you know, Muhammad Ali, um, Frazier Ali, you know, then you got uh, Ty- uh, uh, Mike Tyson, um, you Matt, got uh, Matt Tyson. George Foreman. Like, these are all heavyweight guys. Mm-hmm. And you know why people like heavyweights? It's because those are the guys that throw the biggest punches. Those exactly. are the most memorable fights. The heavyweight champion of the world, I can already hear that one guy screaming it. The heavyweight champion of the world. Like, you can hear it. Like, Let's get ready to rumble. Yeah, th- yeah, exactly. You know how much money that guy's made? Like, that guy's oh, made mil- He trademarked that. And now whenever you hear that in a movie or anything, it has to be him saying it. So he's made millions from just that That's little an fact. What happens when he dies? Well, actually. Who takes over? Do you think that's he another, has, That's another. Do you think he has a protege that he's been, like, teaching? He's been vocally coaching him? And, I'm like, wonder- out of nowhere, you know, it's just going to be, like, some little 12-year-old that takes over. And he's going to be, like, you know, that he's going to be like, oh, he passed away. And, like, what's going to happen? And this little kid just steps <laughs> on and says, let's get ready to rumble. Yeah, because <laughs> 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 yeah, like, a lot of athletes live precariously through their sons. But <laughs> what, yeah. is, what is he doing with his kid? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, 
come on, like, before puberty, does he just, like, disown him? Like, let's yeah. wait until you get your baritone in, then yeah. we'll talk. Like, I mean, let's think about that. How many times has he used that phrase in his life, you know? All the time. Yeah, he, I walks, mean, he walks home. And wedding night. His, his yeah, wedding exactly. night. He walks in. He walks home, and he uh, he sees his wife, and he goes, takes off the jacket, and goes, let's get ready to rumble. The mic falls down from the ceiling, <laughs> and he holds yeah. it. He has um, a mic in every room. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. That would be quite the intercom system. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, man, I wonder – but that guy doesn't seem like the guy that gets strapped down by one woman. With a golden voice like that, I think he could have he could have his way anywhere. I mean, he's, exactly. he's done a lot of fights he's probably in Vegas. Mo- he's probably a Mormon. Yeah, he's yeah. probably a Mormon polygamist. Um, yeah. You know, uh, Colorado no, – no, Which we don't condone, but yeah. – Nevada I mean, is – wait, where – yeah, Nevada is very close to, you know, Utah – the it's all those states polygamous in there. state, yeah. No one really knows what goes on in there. Yeah, exactly. It's just a bunch of Mormons starting. But their own we cults. digress. I don't even know what we're talking about. Do we? Um, but basically, yeah. Um, uh, I don't know really how to circle that back around, <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> um, let's go to the next topic, Jaden. There's another huge game this weekend. Uh, can you fill us in on that game, other than the Ohio State game that you attended? LSU Alabama, Jaden. Oh. How do you forget LSU Alabama? Oh, You're man. literally the college football guy. I'm sorry, I was so wasted during the entire thing. <laughs> I was so plastered, dude. Oh I my god. I don't word. remember any of it. Okay. <laughs> Communion wine had me going. Great crazy. Great game. Good game. Not great about, game. Yeah, it was great. It was a great game. And for all you college football fanatics out there, this is what you love to see. Um, this is why you watch the entire season to yeah. see games like these. It really is. Um, and really, you know, that's two-team season potentially boiling down to one game, which is what makes, you know, it's what frustrates people and also is part of the beauty of college football. But uh, basically, to summarize it, LSU played uh, Alabama, number two versus number three in the nation. Alabama had a uh, whoop some butt, as they say, down south for the past eight years. And uh, LSU finally, uh, you know, got the tiger off their back. Yeah. <laughs> That was a good uh, one. That was a I good mean, one. Yeah, if you want to say that. But, uh, yeah, they... By good one, I mean terrible. That wasn't good at well, all. Well, that's fine, okay? But basically, LSU took a big lead at halftime, and uh, Alabama tried to come back, but it was a very high-scoring game. I believe 46-41, I think. Yeah, it was a clo- it was one score. But a uh, really... very high-scoring game. Came yeah. down to an onside kick at the end that Alabama did not get, and LSU won, um, which was huge for the st- for the state of Louisiana. Yeah, I mean, I think that they Louisiana. really deserve it after Katrina. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, they're still rebounding from that. Alabama yeah, was so distraught after Katrina, they had to resort to having sex with their cousins. Yep, um, they've never they've never seen that much water thrown in the air. It does give them a competitive advantage, Katrina. though, because they all they all have those like extra arms and fingers and stuff like that. And by water, I mean all the beer cups that were uh, tossed in the air when yeah, LSU won. They were they were mad. Um, but I looked at that game and Justin Herbert. Wait, 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 wait. Who is that? The, who's the Joe court? Burrow? Joe Burrow. Who's Justin? Is that Oregon? He's, yeah, he's Oregon. Okay, sorry, wrong guy. Um, he's, he's Oregano's quarterback. Why would, I, why would I know him but not? I don't know. The mind works in mysterious ways. Yeah, especially my mind. I'm, so does the Lord. <laughs> <laughs> Can we have a moment of silence for the Lord? Yep. Oh, that was perfect. Oh, that was a really good oh, wow. job. Wow. Okay, and we're back. Was that, was that the Holy Spirit or the Passion oh, of Christ? Oh, I don't know. The Holy Spirit also moves <laughs> in mysterious ways. Um, anyways, uh, that was... I was going to say, that was basically a Heisman candidate showdown. That was basically really one-on-one... Was. Who was going to do better? And I think Joe Burrow was obviously the better yeah. quarterback. That and you game. can make a contention that Tua 
Tunga Valoa, great great name, uh, was playing on one leg. Yep. And uh, you know, I'm I was proud of him. I thought he did a great job on one leg. Um, I feel like he was using that as a crutch. No pun intended. <laughs> he was. I mean, I feel like a lot of people yeah. are making excuses, but yes, their O line was terrible. It's true, and he was limping a ton. He took yeah. a lot of big hits, but um, yeah, in the end, LSU and Joe Burrow won. The one thing I would love to point out is that the head coach of the LSU Tigers, um, his name is Ed Orgeron, and he is a national treasure. I don't know if we have audio files or anything like that, but um, his voice is so deep and gravelly, it strikes fear into the hearts of young men. And yet, if I were to play for him, I'd want to win so bad. But if I lost, good gracious i would probably quit the team yeah because, he's pretty terrifying oh my goodness that's that'd be worse than when my dad yells at me yeah and he, when he beats you don't forget when he beats you well i mean he but oh he i guess wait he, he settled it in court so you're not allowed to talk about no it he doesn't anymore. beat me that's at least that's what he tells me to say okay <laughs> yeah no i don't even think that coach knows what he's saying but oh my goodness it's it's so low and and deep and gravelly that like you really can't understand what he's saying and <laughs> one time he said uh what do you say uh oh yeah the tigers the lsu plays in death valley and yeah. he goes death valley where opponents come to die <laughs> he said that and everybody was like i have no idea what he just yeah, said but uh, we're gonna roll with it yeah um it's like if a gravel had a gravelly voice like it's just yeah. gravel on top of gravel it sounds like he's gargling marbles yeah it's pretty bad but I mean, if you look at Joe Burrow and Tua, I mean, I think Joe Burrow has all the attributes you want in a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, he's white. That's true. It's true. Um, that's about it. Uh, but that's why I think he should win the <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, but in all seriousness, he did look good. He had very accurate throws. Do you know what his um, completion percentage is on the year, Jaden? I do. I heard this today, and really? I didn't believe it. 69%. 79%. I know wow. that's not funny. As funny as 69%. <laughs> nice. But 79% on the season. That's a percentage point from 80%. For wow. all of you math nerds out there. But that's incredible. Yeah, like, that's that what is. you look for in college. I mean, like, yeah, it's, uh, 69% would look good, like, in the NFL. But mm-hmm. in college, you're throwing a lot more open to a lot more open wide receivers. Reads normally present themselves a whole lot more than what they do in the NFL. In the NFL normally have to throw balls where it's 50-50, but you have to put the ball where only your receiver can get it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that That's shows that he he, ex- he succeeds at the small things, which a lot of people can overlook. Like, you look at Dwayne Haskins, sorry, Gene, but he was one of those guys that was good at throwing those deep balls, those big plays. But um, mm-hmm. in the NFL, it's kind of proven to struggle under pressure, making those tight window throws. Um but that is something to look at Joe Burrow, and not as much of a knock on Dwayne Haskins as it is a compliment to uh, Joe Burrow, who's mm-hmm. really shown um, composure and poise um, in his whiteness. Uh, but yeah. yeah. Um, but, I mean, Jaden, this again made me um, think of another question. <laughs> I know we disagree on this, but which do you think is better, college football or NFL? Oh, I, I love college football. I'll hang um, up and listen. I'm kind of a college football junkie. Um, you are a junkie, yes. Yes. You're a college football whore. I am a college football junkie. Yes. Um, I get drunk on college football every weekend. Yes. I love it. Um, I just love, really love the unpredictability of it and how really every game matters for those top teams. Um, like those teams trying to go for a national title and make the college football playoff. Um, and I love how 
uh, how many, because you have teams ranked in the top 25 every single week, um, you're getting 25 matchups or 25 possible upsets, which I, which I love. And sometimes it's top 25 teams playing each other, which are awesome. You're not going to get that a ton, which kind of sucks. But, um, but yeah, there's, there's a possibility for an upset. So you really have to watch every game. And I love, it's, it's kind of the, the March Madness type thing of where you have, at the, in those beginning rounds of March Madness, you have eight games going on at the same time. That's what I love about college football, too, is that um, you don't know where the upset's going to be, but you can switch between games at which game's the closest to an upset, and um, I don't know, it's really fun. And it's, it's really fun che- uh, cheering for you know my team, and uh, it's been heartbreaking at times, but that's okay. So that's probably my biggest issue with college football. Now, I, like, I have a lot of respect... For, you know, especially if you went to a Division One football school, like, as you know, you had football, um, you know, you being loyal to your college football team, because there's a lot of losing programs out there. You gotta lose every Sunday. Um, and so that's tough to be a fan of, but, I mean, Saturday, excuse me. Um, but that's just kind of a part of it. I have respect for it. Uh, but I'm going to counter-argue all, practically all those points. So now you are right. There's 25 ranked teams, but you rank the top 25 teams in the NFL, and you have just excluded seven teams. You're picking the seven worst teams. So automatically right there, it kind of shows. It's like, okay, these are the only games. They're basically telling you, these are the games where the teams are actually good. That's what the top 25 mean. Now you get into the top 10. These, like, these guys are actually really good. Top six, top five, top four. These guys are all fighting for a playoff spot. That's how it tends to work. Mm-hmm. And now you'll get teams like Alabama. They tend to have two to three, and I guess they just lost to LSU, but that was arguably their, the easiest game that they have. I mean, the hardest game they have all year. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, if you're an Alabama fan, you only need to really worry, need to worry about losing one or two Saturdays out of the entire year. So every other Saturday, you just go to check how many points you won by, by 40 or 50 or 60. Um, so it's one of those things where if you're a fan, you don't even need to watch the game half the over half the weekends, three quarters of the weekends, because you know you're going to destroy them. And at, a lot of times, it's not even entertaining. Um, I think that's why Alabama's attendance has gone down recently. I just use Alabama because they have been the standard for greatness for so many years now. Now, while they are starting to lose a little bit more, I don't think they're anywhere over from you know having um, some more championship runs in them. I do believe both LSU and Alabama make it to the playoff because SEC, you know, that's just how it tends to work. Mm-hmm. Um, but another argument for that is like the NFL, for the NFL instead of against college, um, is that you have teams like the Tennessee Titans beating the Kansas City Chiefs on offsides. I have to say that I think that he was over the line for the field goal. Um, but like on every weekend, stuff like that happens. You have the Ravens, which are a good team, but beating the Patriots. Like every team, you have the Dolphins beating the Colts, um, and the Colts beat the Chiefs. And like it's just basically my point is, any Sunday, any team can win. Um, the worst team can beat the best team. Um, you name it, it can happen. It's very unpredictable. And when you watch the product, it's going to be a good product. And a lot of times you watch college games like for the first time ever LSU and Alabama was a shooting contest normally those games go down to the wire where two teams are you know have dominant defenses exploiting the other team well Mm -hmm. this time it was um offenses exploiting the defense and now they are two fantastic quarterbacks but I think it is a change in the game 
um, for college football especially. But all those things work together to make me think that NFL is the more entertaining because anything can happen. Um, every Sunday does matter. Any Sunday you can lose. You have to watch all 16 weeks. Um, and for 75% of the teams in the NFL, um, every game matters unless you're tanking. Um, tanking for, uh, uh, what's his name? LSU's quarterback. Oh, Joe. Joe Burrow. Yeah, tanking for Burrow, like the Bengals are apparently doing. But I don't think a quarterback fixes their problems. But that's neither here nor there. Jaden, you do have 30 seconds for a response. Um, <laughs> my only response is that... Um, you have 20 seconds remaining. Okay. Well, <laughs> in the NFL, I would I would contend that, like, contend. you're just trying, like, you are, there are certain teams that are trying to, like, get that, like, first round by. But, like, in the NFL, like, if you lose, you know, two weeks or whatever, like, you can still make the playoffs. Like, for the, like, the Browns, this is a, a really long shot. But when the Browns were, like, two and four, I was like, okay, we've lost four games. But, like, we can still, like, we can still, like, now every week really does matter, but, like, we can still come back and we can make it into the playoffs. That would be my only thing. Like, like yes, I agree that, like, it's a higher level all around and, like, you're, you're more likely to see good games. But it, my view as a college football fan is I'm really only looking to see, like, every week, I don't really only want, like, you know, to see those that one or two top 25 matchups games. Yeah. That I'm looking at and hoping for a an upset, which happens a lot. Yeah, so, so so those are the only games that you really care about. And you you can make an argument that that sucks for the other games, but I I find that and I think a lot of other college football fans find that enjoyable. But I go back to my point of the you only really need to worry about one or two losses the entire year if you're a good team like Ohio State. Like for instance, like, you're right. You're absolutely right that a loss is valued way more in the college level. But if you only really have two games where you really need to worry about the possibility of a loss, then that's much less um, stressful, in my opinion, much less entertaining if your team just goes every week and scores by 60. I feel like half of the fans just check the scores on a given Saturday to see how much Ohio State won by. Um, I mean, yeah, that's valid. Usually for Ohio State, it's a little bit more because of the Big Ten. Just usually has ranked teams. Like no, so usually, it's, usually it's SEC. three. Usually it's three or four. Yeah. Alabama has a very easy schedule. They're n- notorious for that. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I'm and I'm okay with that. Like yeah, yeah. And I guess I guess we can just agree to disagree. And obviously, I've been an NFL fan my entire life. You've been a college football fan your entire life. Mm-hmm. Not um, to say that I don't like the NFL, which I do. But I mean. But, if, Two guys like us with such strong opinions can settle, do. can agree to disagree. Like, what's going on, Congress? Yeah, exactly. I think that's our whole point of this podcast. <laughs> um, get it together. Um, yeah, seriously. Pete Buttigieg, um, Bernie, I don't even all know you guys. In Congress anymore. Stop the divisive rhetoric, right? Yeah. Trump. Ben Carson. Ben Carson. So so. Rick Perry. Ben Carson, you're so argumentative. Gosh, stick to being a doctor. Yeah, idiot. I'm just kidding. He's a Republican. I love him. Yeah, he's good. Love you, Ben. A black Republican. We could use more of those. Okay. Blacks for Trump. That's a big thing. Did you know that? They're starting up a campaign. I did know that. Trump is starting a Blacks for Trump campaign. Well, I mean... Which is basically the him saying I have one black friend. That's like that's literally what that that's who what Ben Carson is. Ben Carson is his one black friend. 
Um, now, one more big development that I can't let slide um, mm-hmm. is now um, a lot – the NCAA is allowing players to make money um, from their likeness. Oh, uh, yeah. And is that 2021? Uh, yeah, I think I think it should. They're predicting that it'll be done in twenty twenty one. Okay, I believe. But I, I believe they've all but all but confirmed it at this point. So Jaden, yes, because they they did vote on it. The the board in the NCA the board, voted on it. The you, wood unanimously. Unanimously, they smacked the gavel on one. one Jaden, one dollar if you spell unanimously right now. U, N. That's actually a- not that hard of a word. N, I. M O U S L Y. I wasn't checking it, but I'm sure you're right. You're a smart guy in general. Other than, <laughs> other than to, choosing to play baseball at Cedarville University, you're a smart yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. That really backfired on me. But what was I saying? But yes, the, the board did vote unanimously that college um, athletes can profit in a limited way off of their own likeness. And this, this really changes the game. Not actually, really. actually, it adds a game, Jaden. Oh, that's very true. What is the game? The game is NCAA football. Oh, 2020, my goodness! Or twenty twenty one or whatever. It adds it is. yes. The most importantly, I can't wait to play NCAA football and basketball. Even oh yeah, um, those games will be amazing, and I will buy them. And I will play them for forever. I don't play video games much. No, but except Dragon Veil. Well, that's, you know, an exception. Cause that's and Plants vs. Great... Zombies. Well, that was just, just for... so unrealistic. That was a... Why, why would plants shoot peas? Like, I, I don't mind the zombie part. I think as a nation we've agreed that there's a possibility of that happening. That's very true. But plants shooting peas. Well, please. Well, you know, it changes every week for me. i got to find something to do in all my classes. <laughs> but that's why the game's changed. But as I was saying... <laughs> Sorry. Yes, it does, as you said, add a game because students being able or student athletes being able to profit off of their own likeness is big for football, for basketball, um, not really for Division Two baseball players because <laughs> I've already tried to sell my autograph and um, his people, mom said no. Well, yeah, I mean, people ask them to pay me or no. People ask me to pay, pay them. them. <laughs> I got it. Those people, language classes yeah. are paying off. Well, I mean, that's why I'm a business major. Um, the, yeah, people ask me to pay them for my own autograph. So I don't think I'm going to be making a lot of money. But for those Division One players in football, um, I mean, it's, it's pretty big because you won't have people getting in trouble anymore and getting suspended a whole lot. Yeah. Um, which is like a big controversy right now with the Chase Young situation. But in basketball, it's even bigger because we could be looking at a rule change now for one-and-done athletes yeah. in basketball. Now Absolutely. That, now that they can profit off of their own likeness, um, you might see a two-year mandatory rule of you know college basketball players having to play two years their freshman and sophomore season and then being able to go to the NBA. Because what happens is a lot of these kids, they'll declare for the draft and – then it doesn't pan out in the NBA. Yeah. Or they're stuck in the G League for 10 years, and then they don't even have a college education to fall back on, and then it just all goes south from there, um, which <clears throat> you really hate to see. But I, I just think it's better for the student-athletes in general. There's a lot of differing opinions on it, but I, you know, I think the current system isn't working great, so 
you know, give it a fix. So, give it a fix, and if this doesn't work, maybe you go back. I agree. I agree that this is the right way to begin the transition until these players start getting salaries. I think it's a matter of time before that happens. That may be unpopular. Um, I see that happening. I'm not saying that it's right or it's wrong, but um, I look at this and I'm like, what does a player own if not his own likeness? Like that is you. That is a picture of yourself. Your number. Um, your what is love? Your product. Baby, don't hurt. Baby, me. don't hurt me no more. Yeah. Um, but in all seriousness, like that's what like your likeness is who you are, and bef- at, up until this point, you weren't allowed to own or profit from yourself, which I think is just ridiculous. Um, I I am an art student, as some of you may know, as embarrassing as that is to say, um, and yeah. I could draw a picture. Let's say it's a really good picture. It's Jaden um, in the nude, right? So I draw this amazing picture <laughs> that may or may not already exist. And I sell this for a quarter of a million dollars. Can I buy it? No. Dang. You're too poor. That's fair. Okay. Um, <laughs> but I sell this for a quarter of a million dollars. And I'm allowed to keep every penny of that. Even though, I guess, well, this, I guess that I choose, I chose a student athlete. So that's not probably not a good description, but I can make two and a half. I can make a quarter million dollars off of that because I made it. That's my own product. I own it and I sold it. And there's nothing wrong with that. Even though I'm a NCAA, uh, you know, student, Mm -hmm. even though that's athletic associations, I guess that doesn't really make sense, but I guess it still kind of does. I think there's a, some validation in that. Um, I can make money off of that as a student. And I mean, if you look at a football player that's bringing in millions and millions of dollars to a given organization and they're putting their jersey numbers on cups, they're showing little clips of them on the scoreboard, um, they have their pictures on tickets, you can't tell me that they don't deserve to get a little bit of that money back. Now, I have heard other interesting ways um, to pay players other than making money off their own likeness. One that I like is like a trust fund type of idea, Hmm. which I think is interesting because it's not um, something as like, oh, you're good at football. I'm going to give you a bunch of money and you're going to be driving around a Rolls Royce to school every day. It's more of a, hey, you invested a lot of time in us. We're going to put money aside for you. So once you're outside of college, um, you'll be able to, you know, profit off of the work that you put in. Um, And I think that makes a whole lot of sense because it's less um, tangible um, less corrupt. It gives these guys, you know, a health care plan really um, for once they're out of college. As boring as talking about this stuff is, I do think it's worth talking about um, because it is something that a lot of students, student athletes, you know, care about. And it's going to affect your Saturdays and your March, you know, um, this is. And you're, you're, it's a matter of time before these kids, you know, want to stay in college longer instead of being one and done because, you know, a guy like Zion, maybe he would make more money being the main dude in college for another three years versus, you know, being still good, but another guy, just another guy in the NBA, which is basically what he's going to be for a little while until he starts, you know, maturing a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like we've lost all of our listeners at this point, Jane. Is there anything funny we can talk about other than... Um, no, I don't have anything. Hmm. You're literally scrolling through Instagram right now. I am. Well. Yes, I am. Well. Oh. 
Um, here, there's this. We lost. Not, not funny, uh, but go out and vote for Kendall Inskeep on The Voice. She's from our high school. Is she still in it? Yeah, she's still in it, dude. Are you kidding? Like, what round? I don't... Really... I have no idea. I don't follow The Voice. I mean, I don't watch The Voice. I don't know. But go fall... F- Follow for her. Go follow for her. Yeah, go, go do it. Go root, root her on. Come Sean, on, guys. Sean Spicer was voted off Dancing with the Stars. Um, so all of you fifty-five-year-old moms that are complaining, <laughs> um, I'm sorry. Sorry, mom. Sorry, mom. Just kidding. Um, my mom's like forty something. Yeah. Six. Well, anywho, um, yeah. Which so that happened. Over fifty-seven. Um, <laughs> oof. Um, yeah, don't make a fat lady sings joke to your mom. Just a reference for all of you guys there. I, I did yeah. that once. Oh, gosh. That was a mistake. And there it goes. Oh. And there it goes. We dropped our listener. There's, there's the um, end. There's but the end. I'm pretty sure my phone just tried to commit suicide. <laughs> it literally jumped off the couch, like, end uh, this now. Uh. Oh, man. But anyways, uh... I'm looking at um, this year, and I, I see, you know, like, Kendall Linsky on The Voice. We got Sean Spicer, Dancing the Stars. I just am so disappointed in reality television. Mm-hmm. Television is completely changing. Tele- television television is completely changing now. Um, it's a matter of time before nothing is going to be on the air live. It's all going to mm-hmm. be streamed on demand. Um, and one of those things um, is Disney Plus, Jaden. And I believe Disney has reached out to us asking us to do a little... Um, a blurb. For them. A yeah. little blurb. Yeah. But I think you look at it, Jaden, and... Mm-hmm. Okay, get off of Instagram. I'm listening. But, Jaden... I'm looking... Jaden, <sighs> your screen time's up for the day. Ask, ask Dan Ambrose. Stop ask it. Dan Ambrose. Stop it, Dad. Um, but you look at uh, all these different subscription services, and at the end of the day, it's going to be more expensive than just, you know, having a TV subscription, you know? Like, it's just going to be more expensive. Because between Spotify, Hulu, uh, you know Netflix, Amazon, and Disney Plus, you're looking at at least like fifty bucks a month there. Mm-hmm. You know, and at the end of that, I mean, us college students, we're gonna be screwed. I feel like we're running out of stuff to talk about. We gotta be funnier. We didn't really do anything funny. Yeah, well, it's good practice. Let's call it a night. Okay. Um, thank you for listening, guys. Um, we'll be back with more episodes coming up shortly. Hopefully, um, more vlogs if we get out there. We have released one hit single, Beautiful Girls, is covered by Jay Nambrose, Tanner Gillis, Peyton Eels, Turner White, and I believe that's it. Kev does have mm-hmm. his name shouted a few times. Um, but other than that, we do have another song coming out and a music video. Um, Bad Boys of the Ville, um, and that is going to be a song uh, of um, basically our little um, protest towards um, Cedarville, showing uh, showing them that they can't hold us down. Um, <laughs> how dare they? They can't wait to see how high we can fly. How dare they? And, um, Go Jackets. So that's coming out soon. Be looking forward to that. Go Jackets. And Jane, should I tell them about our surprise um, coming up during the holiday season? Uh, yeah. I don't think I'm surprising you at uh, this time. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, no, I think you should have heard of it, but Brock One West, our entire hall, is doing something for all of you ladies out there and gents, if you are like that. Um, we're doing a calendar, 
um, for every month of oh, the 2020 wow. year, um, the year of perfect vision. Um, we want to give you a clear view, uh, vision of what that year is going to be like. So um, yours truly, Jaden, Tanner, Turner, you name them, we're all going to be posing. Um, may or may not be wearing, um, you know, seduf- seductive clothing. Yeah. We'll see. Um, but we're going to be having that calendar come out. Jaden, your Instagram videos are literally playing audibly. <laughs> I know. Okay. Because you need to end it. You sound like uh, my counselor. <laughs> um, but anyways, right, that's coming out soon. <laughs> so be sure to check that out when it comes out. Other than that, thanks for listening and have a good rest of the week.